Hello everybody, I'm Paul Jeffries, and yes, this is my podcast, and welcome to it. Well, the Hollywood writers and actors strikes are over, and uh, we're going to talk about what you can expect to see and when you can expect to see it in the coming months and years. Also, Rush may start touring again, thanks to words of encouragement from Paul McCartney. Uh, The Rolling Stones are also planning a North American tour for next year. A major U.S. newspaper chain hires a full-time Taylor Swift reporter. Also, U.S. Customs says no to giraffe poop. And also, we're going to take a look at some of the lousiest Christmas gifts ever given and received. Well, it's been the longest Hollywood shutdown in history, but on November 10th, the American Actors Union announced that its board had voted to approve a new contract with the studios a little over a month after the Hollywood writer's strike was resolved, which ended on September 27th and was officially ratified on October the 9th. Now, unlike the writer's union, the deal was not unanimously backed. It won the support of 86% of the union's board, whereas 99% of the members of the Writers Guild of America voted in favor of their contract. Now, while actors are officially allowed to get back to work, the strike isn't quite over yet. Members will be receiving all the details shortly, and by December the 5th, the ratification process should be concluded. As it turns out, the the Actors Union was happy with some parts of the deal, most notably background actors or extras. Uh, Their day rates will rise from $187 to $207, while all actors will see at least a 7% pay increase. Overall, the deal includes more than a billion dollars in new wages and benefit plans over the next three years. Uh, The New Deal also means that uh, there will be some protections against artificial intelligence, or AI as it's often called. Uh, However, if actors agree and are fairly compensated, studios will be able to create digital replicas of celebrities. Uh, It's interesting to know too, uh, while we're on the subject of AI, the uh, concept of using somebody's likeness, that's uh, actually not a a relatively new concept. Uh, You might recall back in the late 1980s uh, when Back to the Future Part 2 was being filmed, Robert Zemeckis reused brief footage of Crispin Glover that had been filmed for the first film, and uh, Glover was billed as George McFly in footage from Back to the Future in the closing credits. Now what they did is they combined the older footage and combined it with new footage of actor Jeffrey Weissman, uh, who was wearing a false chin as well as nose and cheekbones, and uh, also used various methods uh, to uh, basically uh, give the illusion that uh, Crispin Glover was actually uh, being filmed. And because uh, these methods suggested that Glover himself had performed for the film, he uh, successfully sued the producers on the ground that they had used his likeness without permission, as well as not having paid him for the reuse of the footage from the original film. Uh, The case was resolved outside of court, and Glover was awarded a reported $760,000. And as a result of that lawsuit, clauses in the Screen Actors Guild collective bargaining agreements uh, state that producers and actors are not allowed to use such methods to reproduce the likeness of other actors, effectively putting an end to the uh, decades-long use of the fake Shemp technique uh, among living actors. 
The term fake shemp, uh, that was actually coined uh, when a uh, body double appears in a film to replace another actor or a person, uh, usually when the original actor has died or is unable or unwilling to reprise their role in the, uh, the new film. Their appearances disguised using methods such as heavy makeup or a computer-generated equivalent, uh, maybe filming from the back or dubbing in audio and splicing in past footage from the original actor's previous work using a sound-alike voice actor or using part shots of the actor. Uh, now the term uh, fake shemp uh, was actually coined by film director Sam Raimi, uh, the term uh, named after Shemp Howard of the Three Stooges, uh, whose sudden death in 1955 necessitated the use of techniques, uh, the, the above-mentioned techniques, to finish the films in which he had already committed to. Uh, some of the other things that the uh, the Screen Actors Guild were looking into uh, was uh, contracting professionals to guide intimate scenes. Uh, this is something that is uh, particularly important in the Me Too era. Uh, the reason they wanted that was to ensure that everybody involved in the intimate scenes is uh, as comfortable as possible. Uh, now, despite the uh, celebrations, union leaders acknowledged that they didn't get everything that they wanted. One of the main concessions was to renounce the uh, fight for a share of streaming services. Uh, now it's interesting to note actors during the uh, strikes were not actually allowed to uh, promote any TV or film projects that uh, were coming up. However, if they had uh, anything outside of that in the works, then they were it was okay for them to go on TV and to promote their work. For example, uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger did a tour promoting his uh, self-help book, and uh, Judy Dench has also been on the circuit talking about Shakespeare. Now, uh, some of the films that we're going to see now or see soon, now that filming will resume, uh, Dune Part 2, uh, which was supposed to be released in November, uh, filming had already concluded, but uh, Warner Brothers pushed back the launch until the actors could promote the film. Uh, it's now expected for a release in March of 2024. Uh, Deadpool 3, uh, which was about halfway done filming, it was originally slated for a release in May of 2024, but star and producer Ryan Reynolds hinted it will now be out in summer. Also, uh, Jennifer Garner and Hugh Jackman will be coming back as Elektra and Wolverine, respectively. Uh, Gladiator 2. Uh, Ridley Scott was halfway through directing the sequel to his hit historical drama when the strike hit. Uh, this one won't actually star Russell Crowe, but instead Paul Mascall as Lucius. Other big names to watch out for include Denzel Washington and Pedro Pascal. It was originally scheduled for a November 2024 release, and uh, with the strike ending, that actually seems possible. Uh, another film uh, to look for, Blade, the uh, superhero vampire hunter of the Marvel Cinematic Universe, uh, was originally slated for release in November of 2023, but it was put on hold because it needed to switch directors. It was then going to be released in September of 2024, uh, but then the strike pushed it back until Valentine's Day 2025, and now it looks like it'll probably receive a uh, November 2025 release. Beetlejuice 2. Well, it seems like the film will still be able to meet its original premiere date of September of 2024, uh, just in time for Halloween. Uh, director Tim Burton told The Independent that it was just a day and a half from being done when the strike was called. Uh, it's set to star Jenna Ortega, as well as Winona Ryder, Catherine O'Hara, and of course the original Beetlejuice himself, Michael Keaton. 
Avatar 3, 4, and 5, uh, James Cameron's upcoming Avatar sequels are suffering massive delays. Because of the strikes, the uh, third film is supposed to come out in December 2025 instead of its original December 2024 release. The fourth has been pushed back to the very end of the decade, December of 2029, up from uh, December 2026. And the fifth and final sequel in the series is now supposed to come out in December of 2031, three years later than originally had planned. Uh, Captain America Brave New World. Anthony Mackie will take the helm as the new Captain America in this installment. Filming began in March of 2023 with others like Liv Tyler joining in the cast. It was originally supposed to be released in July of 2024, uh, but it looks like the latest release for this film will be somewhere around Valentine's Day of 2025. Lilo and Stitch. The live-action CGI version of this 2002 Disney movie started filming in Hawaii uh, back in April, but the strike shut down production. It will star Maya Ki Aloha as Lilo and Chris Sanders voicing Stitch. Uh, when it's going to be released is still kind of up in the air right now. Spider-Man 4. Tom Holland's Peter Parker was supposed to be coming back in this mega movie involving the collaboration of Sony and Marvel. Uh, Holland says uh, some stuff is going on and that he's excited, but uh, details are shaky. Mission Impossible 8. After the mega success of the last film starring Tom Cruise, there were plans to release the eighth installment of June of 2024. The film's director, Christopher McQuarrie, confirmed that most of the film had already been shot, with the exception of the biggest set piece, the central set piece. Reports now suggest it will come out sometime around May of 2025. The Avengers, The Kang Dynasty, and Avengers Secret Wars. Uh, these films in the Marvel Cinematic Universe have been the subject to a lot of rumors, but the LA Times reports that they are still on track for completion, even though they've been both pushed back to a year. Kang Dynasty is now slated for May 2026, while Secret Wars is expected for May of 2027. Wicked. The film adaptation of this Broadway hit had just 10 days left of production before it was set to wrap up. There was supposed to be two installments in 2024 and 2025, but now those are postponed until November of 2024 and Christmas Day of 2025. And Thunderbolts. Touted as the conclusion to Marvel's Phase 5 of the Multiverse Saga, this film with the new superhero team was supposed to come out in July of 2024, but has been pushed back one year to July of 2025. It has an interesting and star-studded cast including Sebastian Stan, Hannah John Kamen, Julia Louis-Dreyfus, and Florence Pugh, as well as Harrison Ford. And now taking a look at some of the television premiere dates, uh, a lot of shows are going to be getting an abbreviated season, probably somewhere between 10 to 13 episodes. Uh, on January 1st, the uh, series premiere of America's Got Talent Fantasy League will be showing up on NBC. Uh, January 2nd, expect to see the season premiere of Night Court, although interesting to note there will be a special holiday episode on December the 23rd. Uh, January 7th, uh, you can expect to see the uh, Golden Globe Awards. Uh, also, uh, January 17th, uh, the return of Dick Wolf's Chicago franchise with the uh, Chicago Med, Chicago Fire, and Chicago PD. Also, uh, January 18th, uh, Dick Wolf's uh, Law & Order franchise. 
are making their uh, the shows are making their season premieres with Law and Order, the original, as well as Law and Order SVU and Law and Order Organized Crime. Uh, interesting to note about Organized Crime, it was actually originally set to premiere on January of 2024, even before the strikes happened. But uh, now with the strikes, uh, all three of them are going to be uh, happening on the same night. Uh, January 19th, NBC will be uh, showing the season premiere of the uh, Canadian-produced drama Transplant. Uh, it's already made its uh, season premiere on uh, CTV in Canada, so it'll be making its uh, American premiere on January 19th. January 22nd, we'll also see the uh, season premiere of The Bachelor on ABC. Uh, February 7th, the uh, season premiere of The Connors, as well as Not Dead Yet and Abbott Elementary. February the 12th sees the uh, season premieres of The Neighborhood, Bob Hart's Abishola, as well as NCIS and its uh, spin-off NCIS Hawaii. Also, uh, February 13th, we're going to see the return of Dick Wolf's FBI franchise with the original FBI, as well as FBI International and FBI Most Wanted. February 15th, the season premieres of Young Sheldon, as well as Ghost and So Help Me Todd make their way to uh, CBS. February 16th, expect to see the season premieres of SWAT, Fire Country, and the long-running Blue Bloods. February 18th, you can expect to see the season premiere of American Idol, as well as The Equalizer, and uh, CSI Vegas. February 20th, the season premiere of Will Trent, as well as The Rookie and The Good Doctor. February 25th, the uh, series premiere of The Walking Dead, The Ones Who Live, will be making its way onto AMC. Also, February 26th, the uh, season premiere of The Voice, as well as the series premiere of Deal or No Deal Island. February 28th, we'll see the uh, season premiere of Survivor on CBS. Uh, March, there's going to be a few uh, season premieres happening then as well, too. March 13th, uh, the CBS uh, season premiere of The Amazing Race. Also on uh, March 14th, the uh, season premiere of 911, uh, which moves to ABC from Fox, uh, whereas its uh, spinoff 911 Lone Star is actually staying put on Fox, although the, that won't actually be returning until the uh, fall of 2024. Also on March 14th, the uh, season premiere of Grey's Anatomy, as well as its uh, Fire Station spinoff, Station 19 on ABC. Uh, also something interesting to know, too, about uh, Stranger Things. Uh, according to Deadline, the uh, Netflix show is supposed to begin filming its final season before the end of the year. Uh, Deadline says there's a rush to get the actors in front of the cameras because of the lack of content on Netflix. And actually, uh, probably no doubt, uh, they probably want to get the kids uh, on camera before they grow too much as well. Season 5 is expected to come out uh, sometime in uh, 2025. Well, what do you have to declare? Well, it seems that a woman from Iowa tried to declare a box full of giraffe feces that she picked up on a trip to Kenya when she came back to the U.S. The woman declared the small box a giraffe squat when she was selected to have her belongings inspected upon arriving at the Minneapolis-St. Paul Airport on September 29th, according to U.S. Customs and Border Protection. Now get this, giraffe dung can actually be brought back to the U.S. with the proper permits and inspections. It's uh, good to know. The woman won't face sanctions because she declared the feces and gave it to Customs, who uh, promptly destroyed it. According to Customs and uh, Border Protection, they said that there's a real danger with bringing fecal matter into the U.S. 
uh, one of the representatives said that if this person had entered the U.S. and had not declared these items, there is a high possibility a person could have contracted a disease from this and developed serious health issues, among them uh, African swine fever, classical swine fever, as well as Newcastle disease, and uh, foot and mouth disease are some of the things that uh, Customs cited as risks. Uh, the woman who was not identified told officials that she planned to use the dung to make a necklace, as she had done in the past with uh, moose poop. Well, I'll bet she's a lot of fun at birthday parties. Oh, well, what have we got here? Oh, wow, you uh, you shouldn't have. No, you, you really shouldn't have. Taking a look at music news, well, it looks like Rush might start touring again, and they may very well have Paul McCartney to thank for that. In a recent interview with Rolling Stone magazine, Rush vocalist and bassist Geddy Lee opened up about how Paul McCartney tried to convince Rush, who had completed their final tour in 2015, to start touring again. In uh, 2020, after drummer Neil Peart's death, Geddy Lee and Alex Lifeson had decided to call it quits in regards to recording and touring under the Rush name. However, they might be having a change of heart. Getty Lee revealed in the conversation that it was Dave Grohl of the Foo Fighters, whom he calls a very lovely man, that initially introduced them to McCartney at one of Taylor Hawkins' tribute concerts. Uh, although it seemed like Paul McCartney wasn't exactly familiar with Rush's music, uh, Getty Lee says that he uh, got the impression that he knew who we were and had heard about us. Getty Lee says we all got plastered together, and he says he was very empathetic, and uh, McCartney started talking to him, saying that Ringo Starr always says it's what we do. Getty Lee responded with saying, well, uh, talk to Alex Lifeson about that, uh, because he's a stubborn one. So Getty Lee says that uh, McCartney talked to uh, Alex Lifeson about how great it is to tour, and says, uh, you gotta get back out there, man. And Alex Lifeson responded with saying something like, I'll do it if you'll be our manager. To which McCartney responded, I'll manage you, mate. Well, it seems as though uh, Gannett, the uh, biggest newspaper chain in the U.S., has a full-time Taylor Swift reporter. Uh, that title belongs to Brian West, a, a 35-year-old journalist from Arizona who just moved to Nashville to fill the newly added headline-making position. Uh, West is working out of the Tennessean's newsroom for USA Today and the chain's more than 200 local dailies reporting on all things Swift and only on all things Swift. Uh, he says, I would say that this position is no different than being a sports journalist who's a fan of the home team. He says, I come from Phoenix and all the anchors there wore Diamondbacks gear and they want the Diamondbacks to win. He says, I'm just a fan of Taylor and I have followed her during her whole career, but I also have the journalistic background. He says, going to uh, Northwestern as well as winning awards and uh, working in newsrooms across the nation. West addressed objectivity in his uh, video submission for the job, saying that he would be able to report fairly on the superstar and uh, critical if necessary. He gave an example of three of Swift's songs that he can't stand, uh, which includes Stay, 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 False God, and It's Nice to Have a Friend. Uh, now, despite his position, West is not guaranteed to get interviews with Swift, who rarely does them anymore. 
Well, it looks as though the uh, Rolling Stones might be going on tour in uh, 2024. The Rolling Stones said that they are planning a North American tour next year. Opening night is planned to be April the uh, 28th of next year, uh, beginning in Houston. Uh, this is the first time the band will be performing stateside in over two years. They resumed touring in September of 2021 after the death of drummer Charlie Watts in August of that year. Those were the first ever dates without the band's co-founding members. Uh, Steve Jordan, a longtime member of Keith Richards' Expensive Winos band, served as Watts' replacement. Prior to that, some fans had speculated about whether the Rolling Stones would continue performing at all. Mick Jagger just recently told Apple Music, he said, The thing about the Rolling Stones, I think, throughout their career, their resilience in the face of adversity, he said, We've had our ups and downs, mostly ups to be honest, and uh, we've had adversity, and this was probably one of the most difficult ones. Keith Richards also echoed that statement. He says, I think the most important thing is that the people of the band want to stay together. And he says, uh, We've always noticed that we're always more uh, creative together as well, too. And that's taking a look at uh, music news. Well, tis the season for giving, but also tis the season for grinning and bearing it if you've ever been on the receiving end of a lousy gift. And uh, I think we all have at one point in time or other. Now, here's a list that we uh, compiled from uh, timeout.com and goodhousekeeping.com. And, and these are in no particular order. Anything that's obviously a re-gift or something that's been used by the gift giver. Now, there's a lousy gift for you. I mean, uh, recycling is good, but when it comes to gifts, well, not so much. Uh, another thing that's uh, considered a lousy gift, uh, gift cards to places that you never go to. Now, I mean, gift cards are great if they're from like Amazon or Walmart or something like that, because, you know, just about everybody uses those. But, you know, if they're from some uh, obscure nut shack or something like that and you know, you're allergic to nuts, uh, not a good thing. Uh, also, uh, used gift cards. Uh, nothing's worse than getting a $50 gift card that's only got about $8 and change on it. Uh, another lousy gift, chocolates uh, from brands that no one's ever heard of. Now, I mean, everybody loves uh, Ferrero Rocher and all those other wonderful chocolates, but uh, those uh, dollar store chocolates from uh, those companies with weird names on them, not so much. Uh, another thing on the list here, actually a couple of things here, self-help books and uh, anything exercise or diet related. Uh, those pretty much, <laughs> those are pretty much self-explanatory uh, in terms of anything exercise or diet related. Now, unless you're buying a gift for a fitness fanatic, uh, that's uh, definitely a no-go. And even if you are, that's still a little bit uh, risky. Socks. Uh, yeah, everybody wears socks. We, you know, we like socks during the cold weather. They keep our feet warm. But most of us already have enough socks. And uh, I think a lot of us are traumatized from uh, when we were a kid. And we used to get socks for Christmas instead of, you know, that really cool toy train that we were expecting as well. Photo frames. Okay, now photo frames in themselves aren't uh, necessarily a lousy gift, uh, but there has to be some type of sentimental value behind it. Now, if you have some type of cherished photograph and you get like a really special frame for it and uh, give it to somebody, then uh, that, that's one thing. On the other hand, if you just get the, an empty frame that you bought at the dollar store, well, that's just you know, being plain lazy and uh, tacky. Another lousy gift, people that say, I'm the gift. I've... 
Okay. Uh, well, I've um, never been on the receiving end of that, nor have I ever tried that either. Uh, now, that's that's got to be like one of the worst offenses. And uh, the people that don't hide the fact that they're the gift, well, they're just being, you know, smug and uh, cheap. Uh, now, unless you're dressing up in a Superman costume for a night of romance with your uh, significant other, uh, I would say uh, no. Now, according to uh, Good Housekeeping, cash is also a lousy gift. I don't know if I'd agree with that one now. I mean, uh, when you're a little kid or a, a teen, uh, you often got cash in your uh, Christmas cards from your relatives, from your aunts and uncles or whatever. And, uh, you know, the $20 used to go quite away for uh, buying a lot of candy. Uh, but if you're like me, you'll notice after a certain age, that just kind of stopped. And you kind of find yourself wondering, well, why? Because, you know, it's like, hey, I, I'm an adult now. I actually I actually need money in my Christmas cards. I need money for, you know, groceries and whatever. I didn't really need the money that much when I was a kid because, you know, I didn't actually have, you know, bills when I was a kid. <laughs> okay. Uh, another lousy um, gift, uh, fruitcake. I personally like fruitcakes. So, I mean, uh, well, I don't necessarily want to get one as a gift. I'd rather just, you know, pick one up at the grocery store myself. Uh, but uh, if you're really wanting to go into baked goods, then, you know, buy something else. But uh, fruitcakes, uh, that's kind of a nah. Uh, another lousy gift, lingerie. Uh, once again, in itself, not necessarily a lousy gift. Uh, if you're giving it to your significant other, then uh, yeah, then that's romantic. Uh, if, on the other hand, you're giving it to your niece, well, then that's Kind of weird, and not to mention more than a little creepy. Another lousy gift, toilet paper. Uh, now, if you can buy it in bulk on Amazon, then that doesn't exactly make a thoughtful gift. Although, uh, back in uh, 2020, I think a lot of people would have uh, considered toilet paper to be a pretty good gift. And uh, another uh, gift that's considered to be lousy, a uh, gift certificate for a wax job. And we're not talking about the uh, the type <laughs> that you get for your car. Now, a massage or a manicure or a facial are lovely ways to show somebody that they deserve to be pampered. Uh, otherwise, don't go there. And that'll just about do it for another episode of the podcast. I'm Paul Jeffries. Thanks for joining me. If you have any comments or feedback, well, I'd love to hear them. Email me at pjpodcaster at gmail.com. Have a great day and I'll see you around. <laughs>